Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to stay sane and gives you a little bit of travel love even during this quarantine. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who believes and professes that her love for Bali is even greater than her love for Thailand. Oh, that's hard to believe. My wife, constant travel companion, Heather. It's true. I love Bali. Well, we did a throwdown showdown. If you want more podcasts, you haven't listened to it. We did a throwdown showdown between Thailand and Bali. I was on the side of Thailand. You were on the Mm -hmm. side of Bali. Uh, Both amazing places, but for my money, ah, give me Thailand. Oh, man. I but mean, we're not talking Thailand. No, either. we're not talking Thailand. We're talking we're talking Bali. And obviously, you know, there's lots of islands in Indonesia. We haven't been to any other ones other than Bali. It is the main touristed island of that country. And with good reason. I mean, the beaches are beautiful. I will say the beaches in Thailand, I think, are a little more beautiful. But the Ubud is is an amazing place where yeah, you can go and be a yogi yeah. and get your coffee. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, yeah. hipster capital of Southeast Asia. So let's just jump in here with the cards. If you haven't been listening to our quarantine diaries, we've been highlighting some of our countries and just having conversations about our memories there with a little help from our cards here. Um, just to kind of give you some more content and incite some wanderlust in you and get you through these hard quarantine times where we're all kind of losing our minds stuck at home. Yeah, you can watch it on IGTV. So if you're watching on IGTV, hello, you can see us. You can also listen to our pot on mm-hmm. through the podcast feed, whichever you choose. But we're doing the quarantine diaries every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. In addition to our regular podcast, we should say uh, that is still coming out. We're giving you uh, these shorter form ones, and we've been doing some destinations where you have, I think, it's six questions about each destination, mm-hmm. and they're just supposed to be like gut reaction. We're not supposed to think about these too hard, and we're not supposed to do any research. So let's get into it. Okay. First one, starting off hot with your best meal. Best meal. I know this one for me. Yeah. Well, I think for me, too. Bali has a lot of wonderful foods. Um, They even have a lot of Australian-inspired foods. But if we're talking about local Balinese food, it would have to be the food that we get at the Warungs. Now, there was one Warung Warung Mara. Yeah, Warung Mara. I was thinking Lydia for some reason, but I knew that wasn't right. Um, And Warung just means... I guess like street side restaurant kind of, I guess is, is a good thing. And you go and there's a case of food in the, in the front and you just start like pointing at stuff and they just put it on your plate and then they chart, you know, each thing has a different, uh, cost a different amount and you just get a menagerie of different types of yeah. foods, all incredible meat, vegetarian options, everything mm-hmm. you could want. And it usually comes out to like $2 or $3. Dollars. Yeah. It's so good. It's so fresh. It's really fun way to eat because you can just kind of change it up. And it's easy if you can just point because, you know, we don't (laughs) speak the language. Right. We're like, give me Um, that thing on a skewer. Give me that vegetable thing. And then they give you like a little laminated card that you put by your plate with the price. And then somebody just comes over and collects your cash. And you just, you know, we'd go back and eat more. And then (laughs) it was it's so good. And Warring Mara is right, um, right next to what is it called beach 80 88 or 86 i think it's called 86 mm. there's a little thing called 80 86 there and it's right behind the place that we like to stay or have stayed when we've been there before yeah, which the is haven which is called the haven yeah. in seminyak so mm-hmm. um yeah there's a lot of warungs that's our favorite one because it's right on the way to the beach from the haven which we stayed at 
on the way to the beach. Yeah. Can't beat it. Cannot beat it. Also, the Haven, when we first stayed there, the first time we went to Bali, the best breakfast buffet. Oh, the best breakfast buffet I mean, of Travis any hotel we've ever been to. staying there because of the breakfast buffet. Incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Awesome spot. Okay. Most beautiful sight. You want to take this one to start? Well, I would have to say for me, I mean, we did some cool motorbike rides to some cool beaches and temples, and we even went to a lake once in the middle of Bali. But my favorite are the rice paddies, I think, up in Ubud, just motorbiking up there. One time we found this. A hidden a rice hidden paddy, one. which we've told some people about. Yeah, I don't a- think it's so hidden anymore, but. I think it's actually close to where the Four Seasons has their um, hotel. Ho- yeah, their hotel, like in the rice paddies. But there's a little road there that you could go down, and we actually met a woman, or no, it was a, a man, a man carrying water. You know, like he would go down and get it, the get the, the water big from five, the well. Five five gallon jugs yeah. of water. He would take empty ones yep. down, go get the water from the well, and carry it back on his head. Mm-hmm up this slippery cliffside that we were having trouble navigating and we were not carrying a five gallon water jug on our head and he just like scrambles up the feet up the side of the hill but yeah it was our little hidden rice paddy you could see the four seasons in the distance so like people were paying 500 600 700 dollars a night for this view but we found this road that like took you down actually into the rice paddy Mm -hmm. um and yeah we called our little hidden rice paddy but now i believe that they've built at least some other guest yeah. houses right there on that road. But there was like a whole temple complex that no one was ever oh, in. yeah. It's awesome. Just like an abandoned temples. I mean, that's the thing with Bali. There's so many temples there. You can just drive up and find some that no, but no one else is at. So yeah. it's just, it's beautiful. I'm going to give, I'm going to give credit. Yeah. The hidden rice field. Yeah. Hidden rice same. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Best activity. There are a lot of fun things to yeah. do in Bali. I, I'm i going to go back to what you kind of said when we talked about it in Thailand, and that's just getting on a motorbike. And mm-hmm. again, if you're like scared to ride a motorbike, I, I get it. Um, or if you have kids, because I'm not sure when I know, we go we back, do? what are we going to do? But Obviously, we're not taking the kids on a motorbike. I mean, I know the locals do it. Yeah, they do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking having a motorbike. And again, if you're in Ubud and it's like it's great, but it's crazy packed and crazy touristed. You could take a motorbike. No joke. I mean, the hidden rice paddies that we went to. 15 minutes? Naughty. Not I mean, even? this. I. it's still yeah. in Ubud. It might yeah. be like three minutes from the downtown area. But I mean, yeah, you take 10, 15 minutes out and you are in the middle of nowhere and there's no tourists around. So having that freedom is my favorite activity. Getting a motorbike and just saying, I'm going to yeah. go this way. And now with Google Maps, you're not really going to get lost. I mean, we did kind of. We knew like we didn't know exactly which roads we were going to take, but we knew we could get back to Ubud. We yeah. just were like. I'm not sure exactly the, you know, all these little paths where they're going to go. Mm-hmm. But that's just the beauty is getting out and getting lost. Yeah. And, you know, you can, uh, th- I would have to agree that that's the best activity. And you're talking about in Ubud, but even we d- went to some beaches that were more obscure because Bali has like when you land and it's like really crazy and everyone tells you not, not to Don't go to Kuda because it's all like, it's yeah. just, you know, 20 year olds yeah. getting drunk and, and then stuff. You, like you go up the coast to the west side and that's kind of like where Seminyak is and there's like tons of shops there, which I love to go into the shops. They're so, ma- so my, actu- actually my favorite activity would be shopping probably in 
Bali because they have so many beautiful shops with handcrafted goods from the local artisans and, you know, high end to low end jewelry. There's like a beautiful jewelry shop. So right in Seminyak, there's tons of tons of fun shopping. And then even as you go out on your motorbike, um, you can find lots of cool shops with pottery, with um, textiles. We got like a tent for this is before we even were pregnant. We were in Bali and I was I saw like they have all these tents that are super popular now. And I was like, OK, I need to get this tent for when we have a kid. And we put and then it up I've sat and in a basement for years. And now it's up. Yeah. Now it's up. now we have kids. Um, so, yeah, it's just shopping in, in Bali is is one of my favorite things. To and do. I think that's why you like Bali over Thailand, especially yeah. Ubud, because you like the craft work, the mm-hmm. textiles, all that kind of stuff, the which, art. which they have in Thailand, but it's just more prominent um, that artistry and artist culture in Bali. Yeah, for sure. All right. We are down to best drink. Best drink. I thought I had one before we started this recording, and now it's kind of like, like I've lost it. But I will say that Bali has some of the best coffee in the world, especially because uh, there's a lot of Australians that go to Bali. Well, Bali has its own coffee that's very good, obviously. Yeah, Indonesian coffee Indonesian is known coffee around the world. It's amazing. Um, amazing. But the coffee shops are very, like, Australian vibe with, like, being really hipster and doing cool things and making, like, avocado toast. So that whole scene that's in Australia is also in Bali using, you know, of course, like, the local beans to Indonesia and I would just, I mean, there's so many coffee shops. I went to different one every day. That is a fun thing to do in Bali. Yeah, I, I would just say for me, when we stayed at the Haven, um, it was such a nice little resort. Not little, it was just a resort. And we it's not that expensive. And so we would just sit by this super long pool, which actually had a basketball hoop at one end. So I'd always be in the pool playing basketball. Um, and... You would just get a drink. Again, the beer itself, it's not that the beer mm-hmm. itself is that good, but we would just, you know, you're sitting at a resort that you paid maybe 40 or $50 a night for, and it's a four-star resort, something you pay hundreds of dollars, you know, in the U.S. or Australia or something like that, sipping a beer that cost you a buck from the 7-Eleven down the road. Um, and yes, they actually have 7-Elevens or the, any convenience store, really. And... um yeah, to me, that's the beauty is it's such great value. So I know that's not – I kind of went off on a tangent on best drink. But that's <laughs> – when you get to have an experience where you're, something would cost you five to ten times as much somewhere else, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really care what beer I have. It's just the fact that I'm having a beer and it's super cheap and I'm in a beautiful place in the world. Yeah. Most surprising thing. Hmm. I think the first time – that we went to Bali, I was really surprised how much it was like that Eat, Pray, Love book where everybody's there to find themselves and there's a lot of yoga and um, there's nothing wrong with that. I guess I was just surprised on how on the nose that whole idea is of being, you know, a very spiritual place. It's it's definitely cool and makes for a really fun, interesting vibe and you can be very healthy in Bali it feels kind of like that place where you're gonna go and you're gonna you know kind of eat well and you're gonna everything's fresh everything's very fresh go do yoga three times a day get your smoothies get your (laughs) salads and uh yeah you can have a very 
Western style lifestyle. By that, I mean like you can have all the things that you want about a Western life while still then having that side of the fact that you're in on a tropical island. Right. Um, which is, yeah, it's just, it comes with the territory of being very touristed. Yeah. Right. Um, but you can still find places that are not. I mean, if you just leave those epicenters of that, like Ubud and some of the beach towns. I think my most surprising thing was the fact that the beaches, at least the main beaches, were not really that nice. Yeah. I kind of imagined the, this was probably my own fault, like white sand beaches, like you're in the middle of the Pacific, you know, you're in like the South Pacific um, and something like that. And the beaches were just, you know, in the main areas that are built up, Kuda, Semenyak, stuff like that. Better than no beach. You know, we live in Philadelphia. We have no beach. Um, but I, it was not what I expected. It was just, it was fine, yeah. but I had an envision in my head, a vision of my head. I envisioned that it would be these white sand, perfect beaches, and it's just, it's not that. And neither is Thailand, to be fair. Um, some of the islands, like if you get off and you go to some more remote places, there are, but it's not exact. The places that are easy to get to aren't super stunning, and that's probably because they're easy to get to. Yeah. All right, our last card here is the best memory that we have of being in Bali. Um, I mean, there are so many great times that we've had in Bali, but the last time we were there, we were there for quite a few weeks, and we'd been traveling for a lot, and we'd been pretty nomadic. So we'd missed Thanksgiving with our family, and I was like, Trav, I think that I want to go home for Christmas and instead of just like continuing traveling because we were supposed to be traveling basically we're supposed six months straight. We we're supposed to stay in Southeast Asia until a wedding in March. Yeah. And this was beginning of December. Right. And I was like, I think, you know, we have miles. We have points. Why? Like if I'm feeling a little homesick, don't we not just like go home for a couple of weeks and then get back on the road? I mean, no big deal. But, you know, Trav was a little reluctant to do that at first, but then you know, when he finally realized that we could do it for literally no money, <laughs> just to use our points to get home. We had um, just the, the rest of the time there in Bali was really fun because instead of being homesick, I was like, OK, I'm going to enjoy my time here. And then we're going to fly home. And I remember specifically one of our last nights, we went down to the most southern point of Bali and we stayed again with points. I think it was a Hilton or a Marriott. I can't remember. In Jim Barn. In Jim Barn. We stayed a few nights down there and it was just really peaceful and quiet. It was not heavily touristed at the time there. And we were walking on one of the beaches and we had um, a beach barbecue, which was one of the best. I, I I kind of forgot about this when we were talking about our best meal with the fresh barbecued fish and rice. It was just the best, some of the best fish I've ever eaten. And I wasn't even feeling that well. And I still ate it and it was like so good. And just watching the fishermen go out in their boats, like their little wooden boats, and then bring them in and put all their nets away as the sun was setting. To me, that was my best memory. I'm going to take it on the other and uh, like one of the very because that was the last time we were in Bali. I'm going to yeah. take our first night in Bali. <laughs> we, I, you know, we didn't know anything. We had never been to Bali before. And the very first night we were there, I remember us walking around in the kind of not Kuda. I think it was Semenyak. It was like outside of Kuda, which is the real big party soon. And we just keep walking, walking like, is this safe? Is this safe? But, you know, it felt really safe. And. Uh, we stopped and we got a beer from the convenience store and we asked, can we drink this on the street? And they said, yes, we were like just drinking this beer, walking That's down true. these roads, these kind of back roads that were yeah. 
fairly well lit, but pretty remote. You know, we weren't like in the middle of nowhere. And uh, then there was a guy ch- cooking chicken satay yeah, skewers. I remember that. And we got 10 of them and it was like less than a dollar. <laughs> and we're eating them and talking to him kind of. You know, he's speaking broken English and we're eating these. And I got 10 more and uh, we got another beer. And we we're just like wandering around just really at in awe of the fact that we're in Bali doing nothing crazy mm-hmm. specifically. Just grabbing beer at the convenience store, getting chicken satay from the dude on the street side. Um, and it was just an amazing first night, just wandering around, perfect temperature, beautiful night. Um, and I just remember thinking like, yeah, this is everything I wanted out of out of a vacation here. Yeah, yeah, that was a wonderful time. Like the first time we went to Bali, we were there for a week. And it was after we'd started EPOP, you know, we were going on, I think, month nine of having the blog. We just left Japan and it was kind of like our vacation after being in Japan teaching for two years and we just totally chilled that whole week in Bali and it was amazing. It was great. It was amazing. It was great. So there you guys have it. Those are some of our quick hitting best of Bali thoughts. Uh, don't forget we've got quarantine diary sessions mm-hmm. coming out Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays on IGTV, also on the podcast as well. So however you prefer to get your information, we've got you covered there. And uh, if you do have questions or, or like themes or topics you want us to discuss, let us know. We're looking for, for what you guys want to know, what you want to hear. We've got some other destinations in the queue that we're going to do some of this, but we also want to talk about general travel topics. If you have specific questions or topics that you want us to discuss, uh, just hit us up on Instagram at Extra Pack of Peanuts. All right. That's it. That's our Bali conversation quarantine diary. We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope all of you are staying safe out there and enjoying the slower pace of life that is quarantine in Thank 2020. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for your support as always. And don't forget, we still have the regular podcast coming out, the longer form one as well. So you can check that out however you get this podcast. Chat soon. Bye.